Hello, lovers. How are you on this crazy week? This this little soft, soft cell of a week of a life of a in between all these crazy holidays and happening holidays. Kwanzaa, how do you do? Hi, my name's Jess Wood. Welcome to Get Wood. How are you today on this? I feel rather. Um, I don't know. Do you know what to do with yours? I don't really. I don't have a lot of uh, feelings about having things to do with myself. I feel like there's so much pressure. Even if you don't say you don't give in to the stupidness of it all. As my mother used to call it, the hallmark holiday of all the bullshit. The bullshit hallmark holiday, Jesse. Just don't, don't buy into it, hon. It's bullshit consumerism. And you know, even though. I was totally raised like that with a mom who was smart about what it was to mean Christmas and consumerism and all that. Even though if you got yourself a nice bag of weed or a good hair dye or a nice meal or you just spent time with your friends and it was like an excuse for you to leave the house, then hell yes, I I want you. I want this for you. Um, but if you, it, cause you don't want to give in to this bullshit that they're feeding us, right? So I, yeah, I can be like my mom and say to everyone, hey, hey lovers. I think you're doing a great job. Don't even worry about it. I think you're doing a splendid, splendid fucking job. Look at you gorgeous people in this room right now, this chat. Oh my goodness, who am I? I am grateful for you. Look at you, love. I just want to hug every one of you individually and as a group. I was a couple minutes late to this delightful show because I was in the foyer. Yes, the foyer. It's a very small space in the middle of the two rooms that... Uh, <laughs> I share with my friend. Anyway, for those of us in the generation that under, that knows this, and even those who might not but listen to the music, I had the soundtrack from Hair on. Do you think I'm having some, uh, you know, anxiety in the holiday season? The thing is, is like you got to go with it. You got to, if you feel a little triggered, a little trauma, or a little weirdness, or a little loneliness, or a little sadness, you know what? Put on a goddamn hair album. Jesse, hair is one of the best. Do you know the story of hair? It's very important. It's very, it's political. And it's, and, it, and uh, you could watch it now and it would hold up. Thanks, mom. Especially if you like musicals. So anyway, I was singing along to, as I have since I'm a very small child, uh, Donna, which is uh, Once Upon a Looking for Donna. She was a 16-year-old virgin. Oh, Donna, oh, oh, Donna. Oh, oh, oh looking for my Donna. Then there's a, a, there's a lyric in there that I'm sure Memorial Highway, aka my pal Alex, knows where she was busted for her beauty. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, whoa. So I asked my mom when I was just a wee lass, and I said, Mama, oh, Mama, what is uh, busted for her beauty mean? And my mom said, uh, without missing a beat, she was a prostitute, honey. And I'm like, what's a prostitute? Because I'm four, you know, at the time. And my mom said, uh, Jesse, you know what a prostitute is, honey, a hooker? And I was like, oh, a hooker. <laughs> you have to put it more in child child terms. I didn't know what a prostitute, that's like a fancy word for the, what I knew. And so, uh, yeah, my mom taught me everything at a very, very young age, very young age. Uh, I'd like to, uh, first of all, make a thank you to everyone who reached out to me last week uh, and, and gave Trish the business. Fuck Trish. It was really hashtag fuck Trish was trending for a second, I believe. And I thank you all for it. I really do. Uh, <laughs> and you know what? Trish doesn't enjoy herself as much as I do. So you know what? Trish is already suffering. So we don't even have to send her any more shit. But I thank you for your support because I know that you all have my back. And that is what 
really touches my heart and Couture's area. Uh, look at my hair. It almost looks like a tie-dyed situation. So prostitute isn't a fake leg. Stop it. That's a that's a prosthetic, Alex. You're a hoot. You know the you know the people that gather for the get wood. I'm gonna just say it right now. Y'all are hilarious. You're hilarious. And you know why? Because you're damaged. And I love you for it. And um, you know what I like to call us? The island of misfit toys. Yeah, it is the season, boo-boo. Thanks, Debs. Hi. Hi, cutie pie. Oh, my God. I love this. Hey, May. Hey, May-May. Um, Real quick shout out. Also, uh, well, the first, the thank you for everybody. But also my small uh, business uh, shout out today is for... Um, May Wynn, she's in the she's in the chat right now. May Wynn, you can follow her, M-A-E-W-Y-N. She's a beautiful, brilliant artist. Please follow her. She is a local female artist in Albuquerque, and she will ship art to you if you buy it from her. <laughs> yes. Hi, Elle. So I want to say, um, buy from small businesses still. It's not too late. You know you didn't buy Christmas presents for people. I think, well, there's there's a lot of stuff coming up like um, my birthday next week. And I don't really like to go on about my birthday. But if you'd like to send money, it it's, I like that. So um, thank you for all the love and all the support. And especially thank you to Dan. Dan L. dropped a bit of Hanukkah gelt into my cash app this week and oh my god it couldn't have come at a better time you know in those moments where you go hmm you know as my aunt would say cigarettes or gas you know and I don't need gas I don't need any more gas in my life come on anyway uh also on a on a sadder note and I and I don't mean to bring us down but I I know that I can't get through a show without uh mentioning him um I want to say a huge Rest in power to our friend and our comrade and our coworker and our leader of New Orleans history and laughter and Mr. Let Me Stress You Out, Boogie B. Um, may he rest well. He was taken out in a fucking fit of stupidity this week in um, New Orleans in his hometown in front of the fucking grocery store. It's just like... Uh, a lot of people pass during this time of the year and it is very hard. It is very, very, very hard. Um, so I just want to say a big, uh, love to him. And if you can go and go in and look at some of his videos and support him if you can. And, um, you know, it's just unbelievable how we keep losing people. And he was just a wonderful, wonderful, I mean, not that people aren't wonderful, but he was, you know, uh, uh, comedians, we, we, um, people get mad at us, you know, I'm lucky that Trish didn't have a gun and, uh, you know, I don't know. Anyway, I just want to, yeah, Elle, I'm sorry that you had to hear it here. Uh, oh man. So, okay. So you know what? Yes. This, this time of year has a lot of death attached to it let's be honest, but it also has a lot of life and a lot of uh, festivities. If you enjoy Festivus, for the rest of us, I say, let us go to the Festivus uh, times. So 
I'm going to tell you a couple of stories uh, for the rest of the show that'll give you a little, uh, hopefully a little laughter, a little picky, a little funs. Uh, first story is about a party that I went to the other night where I didn't really know a lot of people. Now, there weren't a lot of people there, which made it very intimate, which made it very interesting to not know as many people because, you know, you're kind of forced to talk to one another. But I will say this. A guy showed up. Okay, so the, the party was uh, like a musician, a writer, a camera person, uh, a few comedians, uh, an actor uh, guy. Now, let me tell you, the actor and a, and a masseuse, my delightful roommate. Um, and it was so fun because it was such an array of interesting folk. And everybody did have a lot to bring to the table. But... The, the actor guy, he was a teacher. He was an acting acting teacher, and he was very affected. He reminded me of, like, my mom was a guy, you know? Like, I am an acting teacher. And, like, <laughs> he would say stuff to us like, don't listen to me. I do not wish to be the center of attention. And, like, I mean... I'm not exaggerating to you at all. I'm actually being actually a little smaller than he was because he was. <laughs> and he lived upstairs from our friend whose party it was. And upstairs where he lived was one of his three sons. Three sons. He's my son who's upstairs. It's brilliant. He's a brilliant actor. I've coached him and gotten him a callback for the arts and performing arts school. <laughs> We were laughing so hard. We were like, that's great. And so I said to him, you know, can I talk to you about a couple of things regarding teachers and stuff like that? And he's like, don't look to me for teachers. It <laughs> I go, but you're a teacher. And he goes, but I know nothing of teaching. And then I was like, oh. So then I would start to talk about, you know, a, a, something that I felt about teaching. And he'd be like, no. <laughs> and he'd go, what it's really like is this, because I've taught for six years in the Bronx. The Bronx, where the kids are tough and beaten every day and I was like no they're not and he goes no you're right you're right they're not beaten every day and that's a bad stereotype to give poor poor kids of color and I felt like he had just learned that fact and I was like yeah I know dummy <laughs> I was like guess what I'm the only one out of my friends who didn't go to college and I'm a white person <laughs> dumbass it's America is so dumb like unless you get unless you are um, exposed to shit and to people, you have no idea because the news, what are you going to listen to the news and fucking, ooh, black people are scary. Ugh, black people get beaten every day. Shut the fuck up. It's so wrong. White people are scary, y'all. Hello? Ah! <laughs> anyway, so this guy was like, don't listen to me. I'm a teacher from the Bronx and I have three sons and he's magnificent. My son upstairs is a magnificent actor. You know, and we're like, great, man. Why aren't you with him again? It's Christmas. <laughs> it was Christmas. And he's like, well, we're Jewish. And we we're like, okay. And then even Juliet, she goes, are you Jewish? And he goes, yes, I am Jewish. Why? And she goes, because it's Christmas and I was going to give you a hard time for not hanging out with your kid on Christmas. <laughs> And I was like, touche, Jules, because that's what my mom actually had said to Juliet in the past. Uh, we were all having lunch in New York, and um, we were at this little coffee shop, and my mom was talking shit about, Bright, about the guy who I think is my dad, you know? And she was talking shit, and then Juliet goes, well, you know, Ellen, you fucked him. And my mom, without missing beat, gave her a high five and goes, touche, Jules, and high-fived her. <laughs> 
was like, yeah, right, mom. At least she could, at least she knew that she was fucked. You know, she had, she said stuff to me like, we really fucked you kids up, Jesse. I'm, I'm sorry. We really, we took too many drugs. We were too naked. Everyone was too free with the children. I'm like, yeah, yes, and yes, all those things. Oh, my God. My poor child cunt. Anyway, um, so the party was a gas. And, he, and the guy's uh, son kept calling and being like, Dad, when are you coming home? And he had a, he had a, should I stay or should I go now was his ringer. And we were like, you should go now. You know what I mean? <laughs> what are you doing, sir? Your child is, and he, he would hang up and he'd be like, he's cool. He's cool. The, ki- the kid is, he's very cool. He's very talented. And he's very cool with me being down here. And then, and then a few more minutes would go by, and we'd be like, "Do you need to get back up to your kid?" And he's like, "I'm, o- he's okay. The kid is fine. The kid." Is- and then, like, <laughs> then he finished his beer, and he goes, "I feel like a horrible. I feel like a horrible parent." <laughs> and we were like, "You're not a horrible parent, but you should probably go like now." Like, now you should probably go. The kid's called three times. How many, you know, he's 10. He's not like a 16-year-old who's on his phone. He's a 10-year-old. He wants his dad. Nobody else up there. And the going through a divorce as well. Like, he, my kids are very strong. They're very brave. And I'm like, okay, great. Maybe you should go sit with one. He may be having a hard time right now. <laughs> go check on him, friend. And then there was another guy there who was a, he was a writer. And he couldn't have been more opposite than this guy. He was like, anytime we shifted the energy towards him, he'd be like, right, yes, I I do write. Yeah, I have a, I have a small uh, cable uh, network <laughs> show that I do. And I was like, hey, say it again. And he's like, I have a small cable network show that I do. It's, I'm very proud of it. I'm very proud of it. And I was like, good. If you're proud of it, speak up a bit. And then he's like, but they, they mess it up a lot at the, at the, the channel messes it up a lot. It is a public access and they, I accept that they mess it up. You know, I accept it. <laughs> oh my God, dude, I'm sorry. Did you want to get to a bigger production or something? Okay. I'd like you to know just a PS, those of you who are watching this glorious video at this moment, that the windows are the windows are wide open, not the windows themselves. For Christ's sake, it was an arctic blast. No, we uh, the, the curtains, the curtains. Now this week it was curtains for you. I tell you, it was curtains for my for my pal Juliet. Who is the low talk? Yeah, he's the low talker. He was low talk. He was totally a low talker. Then we had the close talker was the actor guy. Um, then we had uh, yeah, it was everybody. And my friend, my friend Rena. <laughs> My friend Rena started screaming at me in the middle of a of a because I said, "Oh, I'm an I'm also because we were talking about acting," and I said, "Yeah, I'm an actor. I got my SAG card when I was like 12, 13 from doing Hill Street Blues episodes that my mom was on during the last couple episodes of or seasons of Hill Street Blues." And they were and Rena was like, "Hill Street Blues, you need to talk about this. You need to talk about being on Hill Street Blues. You need to talk about it in stand up and on stage." And I was like, "No one knows." what Hill Street Blues is. I can't even talk about what, I, I feel like talking about Bon Jovi is a, is like, ooh, be careful. <laughs> you know I mean? There's a lot of very young audience members, these 20 somethings that have all this money to spend apparently at the goddamn comedy clubs. But uh, yeah, we should talk about Hell Street Blues, you know, uh, okay. And, um, so I said, yeah. She said, what did you do on Hill Street Blues? I said, well, I was a because I was a punk rocker when I was 12 and 13, my hair was always different colors. Ah, sometimes I, 
think not much has changed. I mean, look, I'm not on drugs anymore, which is a fabulous change. Uh, but here I am still a little <laughs> colorful. Anyhow, I would get uh, asked, or my mom would get asked, hey, what color is your kid's hair this week? Because we have some young people on set. We're going to have a teacher on set, so she could be on set. So what color is her hair? Because if it's a different color, we can arrest her again in the background at the police station. Because that's how I got my SAG card, being an extra in the back of the police station. Because guess what? I was already, I had already been arrested, you guys. I'd already been arrested. It was so, it was kind of like life, art, art, life. Who knows? Who knows? What was I arrested? for you ask well it's a nice question um i was arrested for a grand theft auto i know i just look so sweet and innocent <laughs> i know and then yeah they throw you onto the ground and they put you in cuffs um actually they didn't throw she and i on the ground it the, what the thing is when you get arrested as a girl woman female hello witch if you get a witch arrest um witch arrest then you get to wait, you get to wait for the female police to show up. The, the female police. Hello, I'm the female police. I'm the female coppa. And they, because they're the ones that get to feel you up. I know. I had a bikini on when we were arrested. Grand Theft Auto in a bikini, you, you say? Yes, it's LA in the 80s. <laughs> what do you expect? LA in the 80s, everyone's getting arrested with pink hair and a bikini on. So whatever, you guys, judges. Uh, so yeah, we were, now I didn't steal the car. I didn't know how to drive till I was 19. Are you kidding me? I was, listen, I was high. I just took the right, you know, they picked me up. I mean, I knew them. <laughs> so accessory to the grand theft. Um, how did we get on my grand theft auto arrest? You guys are adorable. You know, I have smoked a lot of PCP also. That's why I can't remember sometimes. Can't. I just can't. Um, anyway, thanks. Loved L.A. in the 80s. Well, there was really nothing like it. If you think your city's dangerous now, come back to the 80s with us in L.A. Uh, I once left a note on a napkin for my stepmom that said, went to go watch the sunrise on Melrose Avenue. That's no, not, not safe for a 13-year-old. Anyhow. <laughs> oh, I got my SAG card. Right. My mom, support, holidays, the, the acting. Oh, acting. That was because the party. I have to look at my notes. That's what I'm referencing. Did you not know that I had notes? I have notes. I always have notes. Even when I don't know what I'm going to fucking say, I have notes. And you know what? Today I was like, what am I going to fucking say? Like a couple few hours ago, I was like, what am I going to fucking say? Anyways, um, but I'm here now and I'm saying it. So listen, what did I, because I have another thing, <laughs> another thing. Uh, what else? Oh, I'll tell you. Thanks for asking. Um, I had a job interview this morning. I know you guys, I know you're so cute because you love hearing about the job search. And look, it's a great story. Hopefully it'll end soon <laughs> in success. Um, I today went to a job interview and I'm, I'm not afraid to give you the address because it goes with it. it's listen if you're at all witchy out there if you're at all woo woo you'll understand why i want to give you all of the information at once here we are um here we go fucking 11 a.m job interview at the address 1111 avenue k k avenue 
first of all, it's the closest motherfucking interview that I've had so far. Thank the goddesses. And because Brooklyn's big, man. Hey, hey, man. You know how big Brooklyn is? Oh, speaking of Brooklyn, what? Brooklyn is in the house. 718. That's an OG Brooklyn, baby. Um, I was just talking about how big Brooklyn is. <laughs> I'm not bragging. Um, and talking about trying to get a job that's kind of nearby. And it is tough, babe. You're welcome. You're welcome. Anytime. You know what? It's an interesting, you know, enough, uh, said 505 here brings up a point that I wanted to bring up as well. Thank you so much, my love. And you know what? Bearing my tatas for your holiday satisfaction brings me bum, bitty, bum, joy, 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 joy. Yes, 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 yes. I had thought that perhaps my Instagram was shadow uh, stalked or whatever the fuck they call it when they ban, when they ban you. They shadow ban you for whatever reason. I've never shown anything violent, just shown beauteous things. But they have uh, banned me a couple times. So I kind of thought I was shadow banned for the last couple weeks. Then I put out an, a picture with tatas upon it. Perhaps a little arms and belly makeup on the face and it gets a hundred over a hundred likes god bless america and i would never say god bless america <laughs> ah, you know i got hit up so many times by dudes who used to get it in with me these motherfuckers i haven't heard from in years and they're like hey how are you hey you look uh healthy <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Pervo. Just use it and get it over with. Just use it for your own pleasure and get it over with. And then I got hit up by a couple of people. Hey, do you have an OnlyFans? Hey, do you have an OnlyFans? And guess what? At the rate I'm going with not able to book a goddamn job over here at Book a Job, I'm talking about restaurants and retail. I don't want the restaurants and retail. I want acting and comedy. And writing, which is another thing I was told that would be interesting for you to hear this week. I have been writing quite a bit. I realized that if I take myself out of my fakakta room, because, you know, I'm in a room. I'm in one room. It's just a room. It's a lovely room. It's a beautiful room. It's painted gorgeously. You can see behind me there's a lovely light switch. And, um, but when you get out of your own fucking way and then I could be like one of those people in the Starbucks that's like I have a movie I'm going to write you know what I mean I'm like oh my god I'm writing like a fucking screenplay I love you guys so I have so I have been writing I have I have been writing thank you for worrying about me and I'm being productive it's very hard to show up for yourself especially when there's no paycheck there but there will be there's gonna be a huge payout for this Brooklyn Thank you, Brooklyn. And what's interesting is I've gone to a couple different, few different coffee places in my neighborhood in Coney Island. <laughs> and let me tell you, it's all fucking different. Like there was one, they just spoke Russian to me and I was hoping that I was doing the right thing by just doing the accent again. You know, I don't speak Russian, but I do the accent. A lot of you know this. So I'm, they're like, there's no big it's And I go, yeah, of course, it just coffee. One sugar milk, it's no big deal. And, they're, and they go, okay, okay, okay. Like Avenue <laughs> So, um, yeah, so I went to the Avenue K job interview today. Thanks for following along with me. I know it bounces about like a lovely ball at a concert outside in the summertime. But stay with me, folks. Um, we're back on Avenue K. 
and uh, which is Midwood, Brooklyn, which is my people, you know, my Jews. And uh, we get there and I'm like, oh, my God, what's going on? And there's another woman who's there, a girl, really, a girl. A young girl. <laughs> I mean, she was probably in her 20s. And Nigerian. And there was a Mexican gentleman, a little older than myself, who was also there. Now, the three of us were there to talk to Ralph. Hey, Ralph, where's Ralph? What's up with Ralph? Is Ralph here? Ralph? Where you at? So Ralph took a second to get there. But the the Mexican gentleman didn't come inside. And then the Nigerian, she's like, why he's not coming inside? I can't do Nigerian accent. She was very, she had a bit of a worried face. You know, like she was young, but she looked so worried. And I was like, oh, dupe, don't worry, babe. We're good. We're going to be good. And me, I just love to talk to you. Like, even if we're up for the same job or whatever, I don't give a fuck. Let's hang out. Let's talk. Let's chat. Let's have a good time, you know? So I was like, hey, where do you live? I live over here. What do you do? I do over there. What do you want to be? Did you want to be here? Is this good for you? Do you like this? How's your trains running? Are they running good? You know what I mean? That's always a conversation you can have in New York. How are your trains running? How do you like that area? The fucking, is this, well, let's get sticky over there. So she came from a, a while away. The Mexican dude was on a bicycle and he stayed outside and she was like, he should come inside. It's very cold. It's very cold here. So I was like, should I get him? I'll get him. You want me to get him? And she's like, yeah, get him. So I went and got the excuse me, sir, you got to come inside. It's very cold out here. We're all waiting for the same gentleman. So you come inside, sir. And he's like, oh, you want the, it's okay to come inside? I said, of course, come inside, bro. So he comes inside. Now the three of us are inside and we're all chatting. I mean, really, I'm chatting. <laughs> Can you imagine? I'm just like, hey, what about you? And how about you? And oh, you're in the, the city. And so then I asked the Mexican dude, I go, hey, is this home? Is this dude, uh, is he late? Like, is he late? And not to be a snitch or a narc or anything. And he goes, uh, yeah, and he, so he didn't really give me any kind of get, you know, I, I kind of understood what he meant by that. And I was like, ah, uh, he, he's always late. So I said, look, we're good. We're early. We're fancy. Just had a quiz. Hi. Hi, Gorge. Um, so, uh, telling the story about my job interview this morning with, um, it was a kosher sushi restaurant. Now who knew? I didn't even know. And I didn't even know that's like where we were. It didn't advertise. I thought it was interesting that in the list, the listing for the job, it didn't say kosher restaurant. It just said waiter wanted, waiter wanted. <laughs> I'm like, waiter, what year is this? So, uh, you know, waiter is like stewardess. You know what I mean? Like no one says waiter anymore. They say server because we serve you. <laughs> but also I would like to be a waiter or a waitress, like wait, like wait up. Like I'm a wait waitress. You know what I mean? Why is a server? I'm like, oh, I'm a server. I serve you, whatever you like. I don't really, I don't love it, but they changed it. And apparently server is like, mm. so they asked for the listing was waiter. And I was like, mm, waiter. Okay. But then we get there, I get there and it's a sushi restaurant and I'm like sushi. And then we're in a Jewish neighborhood and I'm like, Jewish? Is this a kosher sushi restaurant? And I even asked the young lady who, she, she didn't know. She's from Nigeria. She didn't fucking know. But I was like, hey girl, is this sushi kosher? How do you make kosher sushi? And she's like, I don't know. You know and then I look over at homeboy and he's like, don't ask me. You know, the Mexican dude He's like, eh, I mean, let's say. So I was like, no, you guys don't. Okay. Is this a kosher sushi place? Because if it's a kosher, that's, this is a mitzvah is all I got to say. I'm feeling very like, not verklempt because that's a bad thing. I'm feeling excited. I'm schwitzing because I'm a little sweaty because it's like exciting. 
Um, anyway, so the guy the guy gets there. He's very nice, very nice guy, very sweetheart. Thanks, mate. Hey. Hey, May. Um, thanks. It's like a tie-dye or something, is it not? It's so strange. Um, but the guy finally gets there, and he's like, hello, and uh, he's very sweet. He's a total mensch. And um, he's like, well, you know, we're going to need a couple people, and do you know do you know how to do it and i don't know and then he was like we're not open on friday or saturday and i go oh for the sabbath and he's like yeah and like oh i know i don't look jew i i'm also jewish i said but not like practice you know i don't kosher or whatever and i was like speaking of which how do you make it sounds like a setup for a joke but how do you make sushi kosher it sounds like a setup for a joke, but it's a real question that I had. And the guy was like, he looked at me, he's like, you buy the kosher fish. We don't eat shellfish. I go, I know you don't eat, we don't eat. Well, I, I'm the, I'm the worst Jew. I was like, I'm Jewish, but I have the tattoos and the blue hair. So, uh, you know, a piss. Hello. And I always thought, cause I, when, even when I was little, I said to my mom, like, how are you able to get buried in a Jewish cemetery? But you got a nose job. And I, and, and I get tattoos, I can't get buried in a Jewish cemetery. And she goes, well, the tattoos, you know, like the camps and stuff. And I was like, uh, but I didn't get any numbers on me. <laughs> Excuse me. I just thought it was like hurting your body, altering your body, al altering it. You know what? I'm ignorant. I shouldn't even be talking about this. All I'm going to say is I hope I get the job because he was so nice and I loved the neighborhood and I loved that I could take the train like right up the street. And uh, I just, it felt right. It felt nice. But we'll see. No expectations. You can't have any expectations about anything. You guys know that. I mean, it's very strange to live like that. And I don't mean to live negatively like, oh, I don't even care. Whatever, whatever happens, whatever, whatever. No. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm like spitting and wiping my mouth. She's an attractive lady when she's quiet and in a picture showing her boobs. Um, so I guess that's it really for today. Uh, I guess that's it really for today. Um, yeah, I don't know. I didn't get the, the job at the Botanica was, what, did I tell you about the, the Botanica job? Because they, it was almost like a commissions only, not almost like, it was maybe a commissions only job because when you have to make your own potions and sell your own bath products and your own things like that, like, you know, it's commission only. It's as if I'm cold calling people for insurance, you know, but the difference is I'm making, I'm burning sage in my house for them. And I have a candle to get rid of a, some roots that they got put on them. I mean, I know it's different, but it's kind of like, I just want to go to a job. All right. I'll leave you with this. Speaking of jobs, I'll end on this. The job that I have a zoom interview for, for tomorrow is for Norwegian cruise lines. Now listen, you can get uptight and you can say, Jess, the cruise, really, it's a Petri dish for COVID. Or isn't everything. I get on the goddamn train every day. You know what I mean? I, yeah. Don't make me be Russian right now and tell you Petri dish everywhere. It's disgusting. But I think maybe a cruise to Hawaii. How would you like this? You think about this right now. It was 10 degrees minus 11 degrees. 
Saturday day, I went to pick up boots for a roommate. She needs me pick up boots. I pick up boots, of course. I want to help. So I go pick up boots. It is 11 below zero. You're, you're listening. You're hearing me correct. Now, I don't mean to be uh, 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 complain because I know in Albany, what is it, Buffalo, New York, it's people, they die. I feel for them. Also, my parents, they from Siberia. So, so we know the cold okay but 11 below zero come on i walk outside it's like freezing eyes with the rain the tear come and then freeze a tear come freeze and then this it's not good so i walk and get the boat but very very cold so when this kind of cold come it's not how you even have uh, nothing you don't have life so this week very slow week for jess wood because she the wood girl also maybe she take a cruise to hawaii why this is not a good idea you could write to her at jessisratchet at gmail.com you tell her why not good idea or you could dm her all the time of dms she get plenty dms all the time anyways <laughs> especially after mm, a boobies out picture anyway you guys i love you so much um i don't know what to say anymore i'm just done i guess um i might take off next week i'm not sure oh it's my birthday week next week and i'm not really sure what i want to do yet okay and maybe i'll be working so like i won't even like be available for you but you'll know if you follow me and you know what i would love could you share this? Share the show. Share this motherfucking show. It's good show. It's fun show. Share show. What you got lose? Nothing lose. Because it's free. Free show. Free promotion for nothing to lose. Funny. People look. They laugh. They say, oh, lady. I like this lady. She's fun. I like her. Maybe she show her boobs again. Anyway. <laughs> I love you very much for coming. Um, obviously, I, you just saw me lose my mind for a few minutes. And I think that's important that you see that we're all losing our minds for a few moments every now and again. And nothing bad happens. See this? And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be done here. And I'm going to feel great about showing up for myself, even though it was very hard again today. Very hard. Very dead week this week. But everybody know how much I... I I'm thankful for you and I'm sending you so much love and uh, don't suck a dick you don't like go like a pussy you don't like you gotta like things to lick them and suck them all right it's always my it's my pleasure my pleasure is you and my pleasure is your pleasure so please continue having so much pleasures and uh, share these shows with your friends and Tag me when you do. It get wood. Of course, you know this get wood. All right. Love you. Thanks for the hearts and the stars and the moons and the sky. Love you. Happy everything. Stop it. Come on. We're going to end now. Yes, we're going to end now.